I'm Jesse Lubinsky. I'm Donnie Piercy. Hi, I'm Jeffrey Heil, hosts of the Partial Credit Podcast, a part of the Education Podcast Network. Just like the show you're listening to now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. Entered the High Tech Podcast, joined by me, one of the hosts, and Will Illingworth, also a host. There he is. Hey. We are the High Tech Podcast. Welcome to our podcast. That's it. That's all I got for you. Season five. Season five. That's right. Season five. How could I forget to make sure I talk about that? It is the beginning. I I don't know what that voice was. I just. I mean, what do seasons even mean, really? Like, are they even real? They are real, and this is the fifth one. Um, welcome to season five of the High Tech Podcast. <laughs> Seasons for us just mean that we've unleashed ourselves to do more series and stuff. We were, we were <laughs> limiting ourselves because we were in a season. No, I'm excited for what we have planned for this season. We've already got some guests lined up. We've got, as we alluded to in the final episode of season four, the the Ted Lasso might be joining this season. <laughs> Not... Not like him, actually. <laughs> Let's be very clear. Unless Aww. you're listening. I, I think I do think we joked when we said we we're going to do a Ted Lasso thing. I was going like to try and reach out to Brett Goldstein. It, yeah, you were like making yeah. your mission to get Brett Goldstein on the podcast. Yeah. Um. So we, we haven't done it yet. So, Brett, if you're listening, because clearly I know you're an avid listener of the High Tech Podcast. We'd love to have you on here. Um. Will might have a heart attack, though. So I'm not sure we can. I would. Nerd I know, out. yeah. Like I if if you guys bang. haven't picked up on it already, like Ted Lasso is like Will's favorite show. Like, well, I, I was I was with some new friends this weekend, and they were like, "Have you ever seen Ted Lasso?" And I was like, <laughs> "I was like, have I seen Ted Lasso?" I was like, "Yeah, I've seen Ted Lasso." And he's like, "Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I saw. You know, I watched it, and it was, it was a good show." And I was like, "Yeah." I was like, "I have a friend who's like seen it. Like, I don't know what he's up to on season two, but I know season one is like double digits for sure." Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, I've seen I've seen season one. I will, with full integrity, say 10 times. Yep. Yeah, there you go. And I don't yep. doubt that a bit. Like, very yep. little. I started that, like, um, my third rewatch of season three uh, yesterday. Oh, really? So, yeah. My my favorite note about how much Will loves Ted Lasso is that, like, we had a Ted La- We were going to have a Ted Lasso watch party um, where there's a group of us. And Will had already watched it. Like, it was... <laughs> Like, like we. I didn't tell him. Yeah. I didn't tell any of them until why, afterwards. I didn't know why I expected different, but like we're like there to watch the episode, and Will's already seen it, like probably twice. I don't know. Like that was I probably think, his third yeah. watch. I handled I it pretty well, yeah, but yes, did. I watched I no it idea. the night before. I didn't tell anybody else that I watched it. We watched it all, and then afterwards, like, hey, by the way, that was my second watch. <laughs> Yeah, so we love we love Ted Lasso, and he is going to make it into season five for this season. But that's not yet. We're not there. That's not that's not the part of the journey that we're here at yet. That made total sense. We are (laughs) we we are we are at Rivendell, if you will, and Ted Lasso will be maybe a little bit later. Uh, You know, we might. That was a bad analogy because there's a lot of bad stuff that happens between Rivendell and like the end of the journey. So exactly, exactly. This is uh, uh, this is this is our podcast is like if in Lord of the Rings they did get the eagles and they just dropped the ring off, right? <laughs> there's just a there's a good chance. Awesome, it's a good journey yes. to the podcast. Yes. So anyway, like so, we wanted to kick off season five with something 
interesting, you know, something different. Uh, so the whole episode is about how we feel the about wrong the idea. What I was, I was going to say, so the whole episode was about our feelings on the Twitter logo. No, I'm just joking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep bringing that into the, into the vibe. No, Will and I, uh, we've been doing a bunch of interviews for other podcasts and we were like, you know what? We haven't really like interviewed each other in a while. We did that like really early on, not necessarily like formally, but we were, we were talking about who we were and, and why we were doing the podcast and things like that. And it's been a while. We're we're into triple digit episodes, people. You know, so much so that like Will and I forget what episodes we did in the beginning of the podcast. I, <laughs> I don't remember all of them. <laughs> when when Josh reminds me that something was like episode seven, like la, uh, yeah, last episode, last he reminded episode. me that I was like, wait, that was episode seven. Holy yeah. smokes. Yeah, we've done a lot since then. Um, so we decided we want to interview each other. So Will and I wrote questions down and didn't share them with each other at all which is yep. super dangerous oh <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so well, we wrote some questions so i i gotta admit i wrote these questions in between creating assignments for my course this week um so right, we'll cool. see how much they make sense to to current josh compared to past josh when he wrote them um but my first question it's a low ball for you will okay right. this this should right. be this should be easy we've been asked this now several times on other podcasts oh. what has been your favorite episode we've done uh. so far and uh. why what's your what's your favorite I episode of the qu- podcast <laughs> i know when, when... <laughs> breaking the fourth wall when other podcasters ask us this question i'm like dang it i have to have an answer okay i'm on their <laughs> podcast i have to be a good guest dang it a, a listener this is this is literally why we did this because i think we're gonna get a lot of personality here i hate <laughs> picking favorites i abhor it oh, you know there's one there's, you. <laughs> i have two favorites in my life there are two things that are my favorite Ted Lasso and my wife. Those are the two favorite <laughs> things I have in my life. Hands down. There's no other. I love the Ted Lasso's in that list. Right. Like, Ted I also love that you said Ted Lasso first. Can we, can we process that for a second? You, it wasn't. I have two favorite things in life. My wife and then close second Ted Lasso. It's like, I have two favorite things in life. Ted Lasso and my wife. <laughs> oh god oh i hope this finally the episode she listens to yeah, yeah this is the one she what I meant to say with that is ted lasso is my favorite tv show and my wife is my favorite person okay like yeah. that's you know good save did not good say save. that well you no, brought that you brought the, that home that's like that honeymoon reference in that episode oh yeah Justin. oh i forgot about that episode that was an early episode is that your favorite episode <laughs> I can I can find that one. I don't. Oh. I should have opened the database ahead of time while we've been doing all. Of this. Listener, I am sweating, like literally <laughs> sweating with laughter. Um, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna. I don't. I hate this question. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. Three. I I kind of picked this just to annoy him. I I, I, I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. I have three and I'll, I'll qualify why I have three. Okay. I know that's not the point of favorites. <laughs> episode one means a lot to me because Josh and I finally did the thing. We've talked about this in a couple yeah. of contexts, but like it, yeah, yeah. it, it was like two years in the making before we ever actually sat down and started recording. But even once we like 
even in 2021, Josh, when we were like, all right, let's do this. We, we did do like a couple weeks of planning. Like, Oh yeah. <laughs> there was still a last chance there where the episode never would have gotten recorded. Oh yeah. For so sure. We finally sat down and just got recording. And, and honestly, I love Canva. That episode focused on like how to have conversations, how to have discourse, why we mm-hmm. should talk in education, something that's very near and dear to my heart. So episode one really is a big one for me. Um, you know, perfect parallel episode 100. I've I said this, I think on Chris Nessie's and maybe even on Steve Maletto's episodes, episode 100 really stands out to me because I think that's a big badge. Like not only did we do the thing episode one, but we kept doing it. Yeah. We haven't 200 quit. episodes. Um, and then besides that, I will put up there. Okay. Episode 90, 90, episode 90. I had a great time having my brother on the podcast. That was a lot of fun oh, yeah, for me. It was, you know, acupuncture. It was a, that was a really good, that was oh. a good episode. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, I'll, I'll text him. I'll text him as I ask you your question. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I just, I just love that. So those are my top three episode one, episode 100 yeah. for those reasons. But uh, the episode with my the brother. Fourth, was the fourth one he forgot to mention, in case you were curious, is episode 76 the learning taxonomy series it's when justin and robin join us in a duo for the first time and there may or may not be some honeymoon reference that will make during the episode (laughs) that is ridiculous like we're like 12 year olds it's you if you're if you're looking for a good time and you haven't you haven't listened to the whole backlog of the high tech podcast go check out episode 76 Uh, you can find it on our website in the learning taxonomy series that is a, that's a great, that's a great time. Great time indeed. Oh, it hurts. My yeah. cheeks hurt. Great. That, that, that was, that was the first question, Josh. All right. Um, I didn't, we didn't think this through. We should have probably gone back and forth like each, but you know, I don't think we do. I think you, that's your question for me. So nobody gets to know what your favorite episode is. They have to go listen to oh, those yeah, or, or Chris. Yeah, no, you can unless I ask we've, you that. We've said it a bunch of times. I would encourage, yeah, unless you, you ask know. it, but I would encourage you to go listen to those episodes uh because what we did on other stuff just to fact check will to see if he said the same things <laughs> that's great that's um hey i mean we want to make sure we're just loving on folks in the education podcast network which yeah. uh i forgot to say this at the beginning of this episode too but remember here's a quick interlude remember in november josh and i are going to be on behind the mic behind the mic is a new podcast coming out on the education podcast network where Chris Nessie, the host of the podcast and the, uh, the the leader of the Education Podcast Network, interviews us to hear about what it's like for us behind the mic. What yeah. a thought, right? He's interviewing all of the hosts on the Education Podcast Network to hear how their podcast came to be, why they do it, what motivates them, what's encouraging, what's engaging, what their favorite episodes are, right? So listen for Behind the Mic. That's in November 2023. There's going to be another uh, great couple of episodes coming out before then. So so definitely check out the Behind the Mic podcast. And um, Stephen Maletto of the... Scroll, scroll, scroll. Teaching, learning, leading K-12 podcast on uh, the Education Podcast Network. Also recently interviewed us and we'll be on his podcast. We want to make sure you check those out. Yep. We love those and we've had yeah. a lot of t- fun on those. And, and if then, you want to keep Chris- up with that stuff, follow us on Twitter because that's where we'll repost stuff when we're on other podcasts and things like that. We always try to repost when we're doing stuff. Chris separately interviewed us for the House of Ed Tech, which is his primary podcast. I think we were episode 200 and something when we met him at ISTE. So you can check out that as well. There we go. Yep. There's the little promos, the cross pod. Yep. You ready, Josh? I'm ready. I'm ready. What was the first time? And don't be ridiculous, right? Just okay. take it seriously. Okay. What was the first take time you ever caught something? 
first time you were a teacher. You don't have to say was, like the first time you first time seriously teacher, taught someone how to do something. I seriously taught somebody. Um. Oh man, I'm trying to think. Uh, you told you told you told me to take it seriously. My first, I want to sarcastically go respond ahead, and be like, ahead. "Never, never, I've yeah. never seriously taught anybody." No, um, yeah, I don't. I mean, I would say probably after college, my first job, I was uh, teaching students in a ministry co- in context. While well, it was not necessarily formal teaching, um, I would consider that probably the first time I actually felt like I was teaching people. Like I was, I was walking people and actually like, ironically, the distinct thing that, that uh, sits in my mind as really a teaching moment was when I started bringing in other people to like guest speak and like helping work through their um messages and their speech their their speeches and actually like walking yeah. them through the process of doing it um that felt like a real teaching situation i was actually teaching them how to do what i was used to doing now for the last several years um pretty often and so i felt and like you, i had so something you were, really to share you were in your 20s right yeah wow that's awesome yeah so <clears throat> yeah i go with that that sounds fun yeah. i expected I didn't know. I expected something to be around drums. Is there? Do you think that you oh, taught anybody yeah. drums? Oh yeah, I mean, I taught I taught drums, but that would have happened after. Like okay. I, I would have been doing that stuff, and close to that, I would have been teaching drums. But I'm not sure. I consider my drum teaching real t- teaching. <laughs> um, like like drums is a perfect example of like a struggle in teaching. Um, I struggled teaching drums for quite a long time because I. Um. I just, this is not a, this is not trying to be a humble brag because I'm not that good of a drummer um, uh, by any means. I've um, seen him drum there, guys. He's pretty there good. Are, there are much better drummers than I am. Uh, but uh, I just kind of like, I didn't, my teacher quit pretty early. <laughs> I didn't get a teacher <laughs> until later. Um, and uh, so I learned a lot of stuff on my own. And okay. so like, it was tough for me to like, I remember trying to teach some students early on and I eventually figured it out, but I remember trying to teach students early on and I'd be like, okay, just do this and this. And they'd be like, yeah, but how? And I'd be like, crap. You just do it? Like, do you not, is that not, does not everybody get four, four? Is that not a, uh-oh. Um, what? <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> it's a time measure. It's like every song that you listen to in the world is almost always four, four. That's a bummer. Yeah, not every you know six eights become just, much just more the ones popular. that make money uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> anyway um yeah I would, I would consider that that was the first moment where i really felt like somebody took what i was giving them and they act in like it actually impacted the way they did and the students i worked with that was probably the first time, especially when i got professionally into it and i wasn't just like an intern or doing things anymore that was the first right. time where i really had a couple moments where like the students actually really took what i said and I could see that like it actually changed the way that they did what they did or the way they yeah. interacted. So that's yeah. awesome. Sweet. Yeah. Cool. My next question. Okay, here we go. Okay. Here we go. It's gonna be great. It's not what's your second favorite? No, I'm just joking. <laughs> you dirty rat. Oh, <laughs> uh, what did I yeah? No, over the past four seasons, Will, we've engaged with a lot of ideas and a lot of people. So I'm curious, what has been the most important thing or not most important, but like a big like takeaway for you or something you've learned that's changed the way you've looked at teaching and learning or technology over the last four seasons that we've done out of the podcast? 
Wow. You know, I think it's a pretty ironic thing that's standing out to me, right? Josh and I both have backgrounds and or, you know, are professionals in the learning we design have lived, field. We have lived lives. Yes, we have backgrounds. Shut up. Sorry, you were going to the thing and I just couldn't let it go. <laughs> I loved it. I love it. Um, we're both backgrounds in instructional design, learning design. Like we are curriculum adjacent people. We're not necessarily yeah. teachers primarily, which means that I would want to approach helping someone else build their course from a very systematic approach. I, I, I would say like, let's make a system. Let's, let's think this through a process. Like how are we going to write the syllabus? How are we going to, you know, get the learning objectives? How are we going to, you know, like I, there's a system to it. And you know what? The further and further along we've gone with the podcast, the more folks we've talked to, the more successful folks we've talked to, people who are who are at least showing to us evidence that they are reaching their students and, and teaching people and making a difference in the world for, for teaching and learning. I don't think that there's a, I don't, there is not one system that does it. And I don't know that it always needs to be systematic. I like systems. I like doing design systematically, but I think that there's definitely some instructors I've, I've met who could do it without that, without the systematic design. I, I, I'll admit there's probably still some things that they'd miss because of that. Some stuff in the syllabus, some stuff in the whatever. They, but like, I I think instructional design is important, but I don't think it's actually all that. I think I think uh, Chris Nessie, we were talking with him on his podcast, uh, you know, for for House of Tech, he asked a question. He said, and then so many of others have said it before us, right? But like, education is both science and art, and I think yeah. some of those folks who get the art side of teaching don't need as much of the science side, which, which I would equate that to design functional stuff, blah, 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 blah. Now, can they teach to this test? Could they reach a state standard for K-12 purposes? Can they get to the accreditation requirements according to higher ed standards? Maybe not, but I don't know. I just don't think that we have to do all the systematic stuff to make good education. I think it, it helps a lot of folks who don't have the education <clears throat> background or who don't have a heart for education. I think it, I think it is what can functionally help people get there who are not teachers by heart or by practice. Um, but somebody who's got it in their heart might just figure it out. Yeah. It's like it's an inspirational take. song in the background folks. If you were you know, just about to rise out of the, <laughs> not the SPCA song with like no. the dead dog, you know, but... no, it's like, I don't know. It's some kind of like Avengers rising from the dead, you know, type of song, <laughs> you know, like, you know, like Cap just said, like Avengers assemble and like epic, <laughs> like strings just started popping up as you're speaking. That's cool. That's interesting. That's yeah. uh, yeah, I appreciate that. I, I think I've picked that up a little bit too over the the podcast. I like, that well, because I talked... still love my systems. I, I, <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> I do. Um, I love my systems. There, there is a piece to this where that experience and the being able to flex and change depending on students needs and things like that. That's you don't build a system for that. Like that's there. There's an art to that and the way people right. teach. Yeah. We've, we've just talked to so many folks, dude, across so many subject matters and so many areas yeah. that like I I've learned like, like Laura Lavery, who was on with us um, recently on, on socio emotional learning. Right. Like, yeah. So that's episode 110. So very recent to this episode, but like, um, 
I, I, this isn't to degrade her work, right? But like, she didn't come up and say like, so the 10 research articles I figured out and read and performed blah, blah, blah to make sure I can reach my students. She's like, no, I felt like the students needed to be reached. And so I tried something and it worked. Oh yeah. You absolutely. know, like that's one of those examples yeah. where it's like, I bet you, you know, I know Laura's a, a, a an excellent teacher in her, her district. She, she has to have X degrees. She has the research behind her, but she was able to show share that story with us of like, no, I just like, I realized yeah. the students needed something and I, and I tried to provide yeah. it. So. Exactly. Now I will say she had a little bit of a system, but you know, he tries to get me. All right. All right. Use the system. We're on to the next question. Okay. Um, why do you do the podcast? Um, that's a good question. I ask myself that on a daily basis. No, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I can't get rid of this guy. He keeps asking to hang out every Tuesday night. Why do I keep doing the podcast? Yeah, I don't, you know, yeah, I get to use Notion more. No, I'm just joking. Okay, serious <laughs> answer. Oh, <laughs> you're bringing the laughs today, dude. I love I, it. You know, this is my vibe. Um, yeah, no, I think I still do the podcast today for a lot of the same reasons I did when we started it, which is that, like, I, it, the, we talked about this with Chris. Uh, I think it was Chris or even Steve when we were talking about. Yeah, it was Chris when we were on behind the mic, uh, which you can check out in November. Uh, I we shared a little bit about like, listen, I came into this field of like learning development, course design, all that stuff, with a background literally having nothing to do with any of those things. Um, like, yeah. like there were some adjacent principles. Like my my degrees involved needing to know how to teach some, but it was not like traditional pedagogy and educational principles and things like that. Like I had the only thing I knew was like flipped classrooms a thing. Right. Uh, like that's, <laughs> that's what I, I knew. And anything in. you might've experienced as a learner. Yeah, anything I like, experienced as like, I'd been through higher ed. I've been, I've been a TA a little bit, um, but I didn't have a background in this. And so when I, when I came here, I needed to learn stuff and, and pick up things. And the podcast at the end of the day for me, as much as I enjoy connecting with people, networking doing all the stuff it's been a great kind of like just live development tool in my life like i am a very different person in this field now several years later and i attribute a lot of that to some of what we've done on the podcast like it was yeah. the the apps we've researched the people we've talked to the conversations we've had i know way more about taxonomies than i did when we started the learning taxonomy <laughs> series um to the point that like we'll, we'll be joking occasionally and they'll be like you know robin as the person in the id will like throw out a taxonomy and i actually know what it means um like hey. <laughs> and know how to use it right um so that's that's been one of the reasons i think i still go with it the there's a couple for me it's still connecting with people networking all that type of stuff it's been really cool getting to know a lot of different people around different areas seeing different yeah. techniques for doing yeah. things just Same. building relationships with friends who are in this world um in a, in a different way. And that's been a lot of fun and connecting with people who listen to the podcast and stuff like that and be able to help enrich those people through what we do has been a really cool experience. Um, and you and I talk about this with Chris too. At the end of the day, well, you and I have been friends since like college. Um, and we've had our different periods in life with where we've been around each other. And the, at the end of the day, like I wouldn't do this podcast without you. So this is like, for me, it's also an element yeah. where like you and I get to have fun together. We get to do this stuff. And, that whether we have five people listening to us um or the the 50 on average we're really excited about now um the, yeah whatever that may be i at the end of the day getting to do this with you and having fun doing it is is one of the reasons i keep coming back and enjoying it and getting to to play around uh in a way that just uh it's cool yeah yeah that's awesome man 
I think I think so far I wasn't I wasn't know what to expect with these questions. What we're gonna do to each other? If we're gonna like th- yeah, yeah. I, we haven't finished yet, but like yeah, I, you I, like I still these. have I still I have like three more. more. <laughs> it's, uh, and yep. the next yep. one, the next <laughs> one. Okay, I couldn't be serious the entire time, so I had I had to throw in one, and I and I I warned you. I warned you, okay? So I just want you, I want you to know this should not be as a surprise. My favorite Ted Lasso episode is season one, episode eight. There's the answer. (laughs) Oh, you're okay saying favorites when it's Ted Lasso. (laughs) Oh, that's easy. No. Okay. So for context, folks, there needs needs to be some background. So he doesn't know, don't know. We don't talk about this much in the podcast, (laughs) but my wife and I are adopting. Uh, We've been going through the process. We had a fundraiser a little while ago, a golf fundraiser. Um, which was fun. And Will and Marissa uh, were there and we're really grateful for the support. But something something came out in this in this this event. Uh, so I need I need to definitively know I need to know on the podcast. Here's here's the question, Will. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Do you have a man crush on my father? And if so, why? <laughs> I warned you that this was going to be a question and I actually, I actually put it in. It's okay. You don't listen to this podcast. Randy, I know you're not listening, but if you were listening, I'd like to say yes. Yeah. On you, Randy, you're, you're a great guy. You're a lot of fun. I, I I can think of a few things he and I could go out and have a good time doing. So yeah, yeah. yep. I have a there, man there, crush. There's some dad. common connections between my father hands and hands down. Case, I was curious. Yes, <laughs> uh, very much. And my dad is a cool guy. So you know, I don't I don't blame Will. Uh, but <laughs> it was it was quite it was quite it was quite funny. It was a good time, and I had to I had to add I had to add the question. So Josh and Sam, uh, for their adoption fundraiser, it's a golf course. And, and, you know, so I don't know, I don't golf. I don't know golf. But neither I do I. My wife I works at a golf course. That's why this happened. Okay. My wife is good know. at golfing, not me. Yeah. I don't, I don't, you know, like I just, so, so our assignment, Marissa and I get this assignment to go watch hole 10 for a hole in one. And I, I get this assignment. I look at it on the page. I'm like, what does that mean? I am. <laughs> what? I just watch a hole. Just watch. So, yeah. so folks, if you're not familiar, when there's a hole in one contest, the companies and the people that be require a a view. Yeah, somebody has to watch it and, yeah. and be the sec the third party to say there's yes, like a real prize a involved with this thing. So it, it was it a trip to Hawaii. So yeah, it was a whole thing. Yeah, no one got it unfortunately for them. But uh, so we're just sitting out there at the hole, hanging out. I don't know if you can imagine if that's fun or not. It was a great day, beautiful. Marissa and I just. Hung out. I was working, unfortunately. Pulled the laptop out on the golf course. But then your parents come down to relieve us, Josh. And your dad pulls up. And Marissa literally has her foot on the gas and is like about to pull away. I'm like, hey, Randy, how's it going? And he's like, how you doing? Oh, well, da, 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 da. And we're just shooting the breeze and question after question. And Marissa is kind of looking at me. And your mom's looking at your dad. And every, we're just still chatting. I'm like... You know, babe, if you want, you could take Kim back and Randy and I can stay. <laughs> we were just chatting because she's like, come on, I just need to go back up. I want to get to the, you know, get a drink, hang yeah, out. Yeah. Yep. So that's, that's, that's okay. the proof. Your dad and I didn't even try. If my dad was the older version of a networking ninja, that would probably be the case. So there is, there is some, uh, there's some, 
social butterfly connections there between the yeah. two of them. I just thought I had to ask it. I couldn't say I, I couldn't say I was going to and not actually put I it. I hope in, so. you send him this episode. I really oh, I'm for sure gonna tell episode. him about this. Um for sure. Anyway. I can't wait. What's uh what's oh. my question? <laughs> I'm gonna rewrite some of these. Like I need to. I need to I'm <laughs> you're, like, you're, I'm, gonna re, you're gonna rewrite on the fly. Let's, you don't need to tell anybody. None of us see your sheet. What's uh? You just getting all these good laughs, and I'm like, so how does your heart feel about what's on your heart today? Well, this is this is the difference between the two of us. You actually <laughs> yeah. get to real emotions, and I just have a sarcastically good time. Uh, you know. So what's uh? What's one of the most uplifting moments in your ed tech career? Something that stands out from your work. Wow, what a fall! Yeah. See, if if anything, you're getting back at me because you're making me feel guilty that some of my questions were not <laughs> as thought provoking as yours. Um, oh, the uplifting moments in in ed tech. Whew. So so many to look at. Uh, let me. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Um, I think for me it would be like the first time in my role like really actually helping a professor like a faculty member yeah. like getting getting something that i that i helped with them because especially early on like i don't know if you guys know this right like well i mean you know this part we've talked about it in the podcast unless you haven't heard about it but like i took will's old job and uh like following this guy up is obnoxious because he's like the <laughs> nicest person ever um and uh so i still have faculty find me at coffee shops and ask me when i'm coming back folks yeah. it's been seven ye- no it's five years seven years it's been, it's been five, five years It'll be my fifth year this yeah and that's partially because like you know i'm not i'm not as nice all the time digital learning also <laughs> drastically changed when when will left not necessarily right, just right. because of will but because of it's not josh's thing. fault it's, yeah it's anyway not, but. but like that first moment i was really i think it was tough especially being in a field. I didn't know as much. We didn't start the podcast yet. So I didn't, I didn't have some of that experience rolling around. And I think like the first time, I don't remember the exact faculty member, but I remember the first time, like being able to help them do something in their course that was actually really effective was, was a huge payoff for me. It was an uplifting thing that kind of kept me, kept me going. And like, they, they thanked me for it and stuff like that. It was a, it was a good moment. I was really hoping you're going to keep talking. Cause I think I got a sneeze, which would be a first on the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> what? It's, I mean, uh, I can ask up, my question if you can figure no, it yeah, out by the time we're, we're done with my go question. Go for it. I don't need okay. to sneeze. There we go. So this this one's serious, okay? This one's serious. Although I don't get down to the deep emotions. I feel like I should have shifted my shifted my vibe. Um, if you could change one thing about education right now, what would it be and why? listener i if you if you don't watch I the just video like, will kind of like just fell like, over yeah will just kind of like backed up this is part of the reason you should watch youtube you miss a whole bunch of things one thing i mean like you say that and i'll tell you five things went through I know, my head immediately I know. but like this is you've got you've got your elevator moment with <laughs> The god of education. I don't know who runs education. <laughs> <laughs> the commie. The commie you, of education. You, it's you, you've got you've got that's an elevator moment with money. Um, that's <laughs> no, I'm sure. Um, okay. All right. All right. I'll settle on one. I'll settle on one because okay. I think it. I think it has. I think it has a ripple effect that would yeah, get to some exactly. of my others. Yeah. No grades. All grades gone. Just gone. Ooh, All grades. Ungrading. Grades. Grades. Okay practical 
tactical assessment like do it do demonstrate deliver right like but but like no grades like just just do it whatever you got to learn find some way to demonstrate it do it deliver it create an example okay. i think that if we got rid of grades some of the other ones were like get, take money out of education like literally every teacher has okay. has an infinite budget and makes a million dollars and no student pays for learning and like if, if i could just take money out of it that would but like i'm like i think if we fixed grades a lot of the other problems will actually fall into place i i do think okay. that so there's my hot take get rid of grades Ooh. that is that is a hot take i mean it's not necessarily a hot take because i totally support that as we've done the if anything the ungrading series like super convinced the two of us about the some of the help in that area right um right. which if you haven't checked that out go to hightechpod.us and uh scroll on down to the bottom of the website find our season and series area and uh, you can find the thing that says ungrading that has every episode we've done across the whatever season that was a part of. Uh, I don't really remember, but you can check out that in ungrading. Well. Episodes 91 through 95 uh, featuring Dr. Justin Harbin and Dr. Timothy Shea. Yes, exactly. Across those episodes. All right. <clears throat> Here's my fifth question. This okay. is my last question, right? Or is it? I think so. Yes. Right. Yeah, we were only supposed to do more? five. You yeah, got I got one more. more. Yeah. If we were supposed to do more than five, then we got a problem. Uh, I'm out of questions. Do you have a man crush on my dad? Oh, that's a bad one. That's a joke. Oh, that's a, <laughs> that's a dark, that's Guys, a dark question, man. Listeners, uh, my dad's dead. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, I for sure did when I saw him at the apartment. I mean, your dad's like a uh, was a terrifying <laughs> man, and like, but like in a good way, like, like. Like if I be like meeting your dad is like if you met Chuck Norris in real life, <laughs> you're like oh this like this man could protect me, like I, he yeah. could swaddle me and then I would be safe. <laughs> well, I, let's let's tease that out for a second. Let's play the comparisons. Chuck Norris wore a hat. My dad wore exactly. A hat. Yeah. Chuck Norris showed a con karate. My dad yeah showed a con karate. Chuck Norris, full beard. My dad, full beard. Yep. Chuck Norris in Walker, Texas Rangers, carried say. a gun everywhere. Yes. My dad yep. carried a gun everywhere. As um, I've heard, uh, was there like see. a Radio Shack story with like a with a a balloon or something? I remember. <laughs> I forgot. <about> that. <laughs> Listener, if you're against guns, if you don't want to hear about guns, turn off this story. But uh, I was raised in a family that that respected and used them. And my father carried a gun for much of his life. He was a part of a position and a career where he was in and out of places that might be threatening to him. So he he uh, used that to protect himself uh, while he worked and while he traveled and all this. So, all right. That is what it is. That's the that's the caveat. This is all legal. This is all safe. This is all respectable. <laughs> in my entire life, I never once saw my father reach for his firearm, use his firearm besides a range. Right. Like we were very very dedicated very respectful people not a problem once okay there's one example one time in my entire life where i thought he was going to and we were walking out of a radio shack and a balloon pops over his shoulder and i'll tell you 
it was i thought i thought it was i thought it was going to be the moment i thought he he turned he <laughs> his hand reached his his jacket flung he always wore a jacket chuck norris like jackets okay yes. always wore a jacket his jacket moved his hand re- and he stopped himself and he just chilled out and kept walking and I was like, that was it. If there's ever going to be a time in my life, I, th- I thought it was going to happen. That was going to be it. But anyways, yeah, that's uh, that's the dad story. So, wow. Okay. This this me asking you a joke question. That wasn't even going to be my question. Yeah, yeah. It got, <laughs> oh, that was not even a real. Okay. I knew you pivoted off my question, but I was like, man. I was just trying intense. to be funny. It didn't yeah. really work. I mean, your dad was a great guy. So it was, uh, was. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, I'm yeah. now convinced he was also Chuck Norris. I was joking about that, but we found too many similarities. I'm just saying. It's true. It's <laughs> not, not a ginger beard. Dad did not have a ginger yeah. beard. Yeah. Well, that was because he was in disguise, clearly. Oh, Just, right. Didn't yeah. want everybody running around. Yeah. You I don't competed want in a tournament Chuck that Chuck Norris had previously been the champion of. Ah. Once. So you, a, you were like Chuck Norris adjacent, if you will. I'm his. I'm. I'm a Chuck Norris. You were like light. the Chuck Norris Lacroix. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Guys, he's still making me laugh. I don't even know how he's still coming up with jokes. He's just got these beats to drop on us today. Oh, fantastic. All right. You just hit me with your question. I think that's, that, that, that drew out enough content. Okay. I'm tweaking my last question a little bit. I'm also going to, I'm going to tweak on the fly a little bit here. I, I am curious. We talked about this a couple times on different podcasts, but like what for you really solidified wanting to start the high tech podcast? Like, why, why did you jump in on this weird journey we decided to start, uh, you know, because we had tons of free time. They were just like, we should do, we should do, a, we should do a podcast. Um, well, again, connection here, a little, little background. My father was a high, uh, was a high tech podcast host. I don't know why that my was, brain wanted to say I that. I didn't know that when we picked the name. That's crazy. My dad was a radio talk show host. Yeah. So uh, for, for almost 10 years, he had a, a talk show about homes and, and home um, maintenance, remodeling, et cetera, et cetera. And I just, I just always loved it. And I went on the radio show a couple times. He'd have me on. I was a kid. I was, I was seriously a child. I think at the oldest, I was like 15 when his radio, his, his show okay. stopped, maybe, maybe 16, but I just always loved that. I didn't, I do enjoy this creative medium. So when you, when we had the idea, when, when we talked about it, I was here like, should we do this? I'm like, dude, I love that. I love radio space. I love chatting. Yeah. I love talking. I love it. So it was, that was a big motivator. It connected to something I had done already. And it was like, this will be our chance. It'll be my chance to do it. It'd be great. Yeah. Um, but besides that, we've, we've led this as a hobby cast to date, right? This is August 15th, 2023. Yeah. We've been doing this for two years. Um, we've not made a dollar on this. A couple of folks have given us a yeah. few bucks. So buy me a coffee. Say, we actually Thank can't you. say that anymore. We have technically made. I haven't withdrawn the little, dollars. They're still little, in the little yeah, thing. So technically we haven't made money. I've done There's anything a, with it. Yeah. It's there for but, a rainy day. We came at this with that approach to like help people. That's why we do the episode yeah. pages. It's why we always try and do a new app. We don't just talk about the same apps over and over again. We always try and yeah. put new apps out there because I, I feel like this is one of the ways where like some, some of the hardest parts of my jobs have always been that I'm paid to do it, that mm-hmm. there's a, there's a job expectation around it and that just can get yeah. frustrating. This is like exercising something I love doing, which is helping people on our own time with yep. the people we want to. 
Yeah. And with you, you know, man, my buddy, my, my, my best friend, my, my, my bro, uh, my laughing guy, Jesus, you've got me, <laughs> I'm dying tonight. I don't know about that nickname, but that old, uh, I'll, you know, laughing guy. Well, Sorry, I think we gotta, I, I think, I think we gotta workshop, we'll workshop that, that a little one. Bit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I love this medium. I love recorded audio and, and the radio or the podcast yeah. approach, but, um, it just gives me and, and you and I a space to put out what I hope is helpful information that could make another teacher, another instructional designer, another tech person better at what they're doing. That's all. I love doing it. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. There you go. You got, you got yeah, to, yeah, a, I got that. I got that. I, got the, I mean, yeah, I made a pivot a little bit. Some things. Yeah, exactly. So now Will and I have to do what we always do, which is talk about apps. Now, we have not talked ahead of time. Some of us are currently still rotating through apps in their brain. Decide <laughs> which ones they want to pick. Which I don't one know of us who, that is? I don't know who that is, personally. Uh, both of us. Both of us a little bit. So uh, <laughs> we got we to gotta, we gotta make a decision. So, Will, what's your favorite yeah, app? I knew that was coming. <laughs> I knew that was coming, <laughs> listeners, audience, folks. It's payback from the AI series when you like dumped the basically solve all AI problems. Josh, go. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> You're welcome. Love you, dude. All right. I, I, I do have one. I've actually, actually written down. I'm standing by it. I'm okay. going to roll with it. So we have talked about this one before. It's, it's coming back up, but I just, I love to give it airtime. Fabulingua. Uh, it was an awesome time uh, talking with Mark Beggert. Yeah. And, and I do hope to, in the future, talk to Mark and Leslie, his wife, um, about the product they've created. Fabulingua. If you've not heard the previous episode on this, which is, I don't know, recently 104, um, Fabulingua is an awesome app that's language-based. It's a language learning tool. Everyone knows Duolingo. Duolingo has one of the best marketing teams out there. They've got a really good product. No complaints. I think Duolingo is actually good for some of the things it does too. But Fabulingua comes at this entire process um, from a... English language learning and a language acquisition science approach that just tickles my nerd love. I just love <laughs> every element of it. Um, so, you know, I've, I've played with it a little bit, seen it, talked to Mark about it, heard what the science is behind it. I just, I think it's awesome. I think, you know, it's one thing that it's, it's going to keep it from a mass audience for right now is they are trying to like focus on uh, just a yeah. couple of specific languages and they're trying to focus on younger uh, age ranges in academia. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's not going to be as popular as Duolingo. You can't go out and download it to just learn like you would Duolingo. That's the kind of democ. That's the access you get from Duolingo. That's, that's yeah. useful, but Fabulingua, the technical design behind it, how they're approaching learning, how they're approaching the science of learning for languages is top notch and I stand behind it. So I'd love to love to put that one out there. Hope more folks will check it out. Get in contact with Mark, get in contact with Fabulingua. Uh, that information's on episode 104. So you can hear the whole conversation, hear how it worked out. But you can also probably get some links on this episode page because we'll just put stuff together. Yeah. Josh is amazing. We'll just yep. we'll pull it together because we mentioned it. All right, yeah, Josh. Exactly. Spin the wheel. <clears throat> yes. Put your finger in there. Stop the wheel. Pick an app. What do you got? Pick an app. Pick my favorite app. So here's Pick here's your the favorite deal. app. The, here's here's the deal okay let's just be honest i'm gonna pick a different one than the than the one that basically rules my life but i will still mention it notion right. will and probably yeah. forever for the foreseeable future be my favorite app there's notions just de facto something win. i use more than notion but 
uh, if I had to pick like educational app that I've used in teaching contexts and in, in other contexts that I've really enjoyed, uh, Miro is still always going to be one of those ones for me that raises to the top for a lot of different reasons. Okay. It's just, there's so much that I can do with it, both in a online digital space and uh, face-to-face situations. I've used Miro in both and I have never been disappointed in either of those those situations for me. I think the thing I love the most about Miro, especially in the digital space, is I've used it as a collaborative, it's a whiteboard to a certain extent, but really I view it as a digital collaborative environment uh, that we can use. Because you can upload files, you can have conversations, you can create spaces. And what I love about it, one of my favorite things to do with it is use their frame feature to create different environments in Miro for groups yes. to do group projects and things like that. Yep. And they have mm-hmm. features for me to control that. Like I can add a timer that has music in Miro right in the whiteboard. And those students can break out into two different frames. I've done this with some larger groups and they can do their work. They can put post-it notes. They can create graphics. They can create images. We did one where they had to like create this profile for uh, a type of person. And they were like grabbing photos out of the like Google and dropping them in, creating like a, a profile page for a person. And I was able to both set that whole thing up for them ahead of time, um, create content, bring people in, even put instructions in the board itself, and then also set up a timer that I could start that would play music and run and would actually tell them as things were running out. And I could set different timers for different situations. I could do voting inside the board. Like I was able to actually, we had a couple options. We'd bring them together at the end. And I had the group then, I set up a a poll really quick, told which post-it notes I wanted to be in the poll. And students had three votes and they could vote for which ones they wanted. Um, And we were able to use that. So like stuff like that, that's what I love about Miro. I think it has a lot of flexibility and they've done a lot in recent years to really build out the tools flexibility. I've already got plans for I'm using it this semester as well to uh, create interactive timelines and stuff like that for students. So I'm excited about the way you can use Miro. If you're curious more about Miro, you want to hear different things about it. We've actually talked about Miro twice on the podcast. So (laughs) episode, (laughs) episode two, uh, our yep. second episode, the fateful episode where we learned that we cannot have usually more than one app. I think we, we picked talked three like... whiteboard apps and it was brutal. Yeah. Um, yep. So uh, we we talked about it there in episode two, digital warp, whiteboarding and background. We actually talked a little bit about our background and why we were doing the podcast. If you want to take a listen to that in episode two. And then also we talked about it in episode 62 where will and i talk about lms as surveillance and we talked about miro because they had just done some new updates around then uh that gave nice. us the ability to do stuff that i'm talking about right now so uh yeah i love miro it's always gonna have a special place in my heart for for an educational tool wow you know when we put this idea together Let's do something a little more personable, a little more social. Let's yeah. not have just an education topic for this. I, I wasn't quite sure what we were going to do with each other, what we were going to come up with. And I, I had a lot of fun. That was, yeah. That was a lot we of, we was crossed a, a spectrum of situations through those questions. That was, that was, that was an interesting journey that we just took. Was, uh, yeah. Well, that's episode 116. We are off into season one. Thank you for joining us again. Season one. Um, season five. <laughs> Wiggy time travel. We're back into season one. No, season five. Season five. We're starting things out. We've got a 
fun series coming this season. We've got a couple of good uh, uh, guests already lined up. Speaking of guests already lined up, this is episode 116. Next episode, we're going to have uh, a guest join us. Episode 117 is going to be with David Patlett. We had a great conversation with David. He has been um, everything but a teacher, except he became a teacher, right? He yeah, was not trained. Exactly. He's he's this a guy's dropout. Been, this guy's been everywhere. Yeah. He's a, he's a college dropout. No, no offense. No problem with that. We actually love to hear how his story came together and what ended up and how he got on our radar. Um, he left a couple of uh, cool tools with us. We're definitely going to hear about Retro Tool IO. Can't wait to hear more about that with that episode with David next week or next time, whenever you are in the world. Quick reminder, if you forgot from before, we are going to be on Behind the Pod, Behind the Mic, excuse me, Behind the Mic with Chris Nessie uh, starting in November 2023. There's some episodes releasing soon. The trailer is already up. Head over to edupodcastnetwork.com where you can find all of our colleagues across the EPN, the Education Podcast Network, but you can also find the Behind the Mic podcast, which is launching shortly, and you'll be able to hear us and why we started this, how we got it all together, what the technical challenges can be, all sorts of fun stuff. As always, find us on Twitter and YouTube at High Tech Podcast. Most of the other socials are at High Tech Pod, like Threads and Instagram, building those slowly yeah. but surely. Email us, inbox at hightechpod.us. Please let us know if you have an idea, if you've got a tool, if you if you know someone who should be on the podcast. If You, you don't have to be the one that wants to come on. Tell us who should be on the yeah. podcast. We'd love to you speak You got a friend them. that you just want to throw on our podcast as a surprise? Throw I think that'd be great. Just yeah, like new, new new idea, right? I'm just tossing this out. We do like a, a you know how like friends can get people on like restaurant nightmares right, 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 or like right, you know right, reality right. TV yep. shows or whatever. It's it's vote a friend like onto the high tech podcast, yeah. right? Like so, you tell us, tell us why, friend, who, why. Yeah, you tell us you want your friend on the high tech podcast. We you tell them that you're just getting in on a Zoom meeting, you know, or they they got to jump on and they're just on the podcast. <laughs> i love this idea i actually really like this idea i'm just tossing it out there uh for all of our social for all of our um, websites for all of our reviews for all whatever go to hightechpod.us you can find everything including our episode pages which have more information about this episode and apps that we talked about there's yep. one for every single one of our episodes we really appreciate josh for making those thank you my friend and as always Thank you all for taking the chance with us to go from episode one to 116. I hope you'll join us next week for another week as we continue to learn what it looks like to harness technology in the classroom, whether it's online or in person. See ya. See ya.